أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله ملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا مولانا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون صدق الله العظيم وما سبحانه وتعالى في الإسلام يجب أن يتحدث عن هذه الأشياء التي يتحدث عنها في الأسفل 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 when everyone will be resurrected from their qubur and from their graves. And when they will come in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we had mentioned those actions that will assist us when this takes place. The next thing that will take place will be the accountability, the hisab, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we had spoken about those actions that will assist us in that stage also. The next stage that muhaddithin speak about is the stage of the wing of the amal, waznul amal. And this is also a stage that we have to believe in. The Quran Chief clearly stays, states, wal waznu yawma idhinil haq, that the wing of the deeds on the day of Qiyamah, it is something that is definitely going to take place. فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُولَائِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Those people whose weight and the scales are heavy, then they will be successful on the day of Qiyamah. وَمَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُولَائِكَ الَّذِينَ خَسِرُوا And those people whose scales, they will be light. That means, they will not have good deeds. Then obviously, they will be at a loss on the day of Qiyamah. In the past, people used to doubt the weighing of the scales and they would weigh something that has got no form. How will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala weigh something, all, all your amal and all your actions that you did? There's no form for it. How will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala weigh something like that? But in today's time, it has become very easy for us to understand. Our temperatures are being weighed. Then if an earthquake has to take place, they even measure those things also. So all these things have made it easy for us to understand if man can weigh something that is not physically there, then the one that gave man the brains, that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what's so hard for him to even weigh those things? So, when we look into the ahadith and we look at the ayats of the Qur'an Sharif, there are three methods that is mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif. One is, the person himself will be weighed. Just like how a person will weigh himself on the scale in the world. But it's a different system. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned, some people will be very big in size. But when they come on the scales on the day of Qiyamah, they will be very light. 
Why? Because it's not the physical weight that will be that will be weighed there on the day of Qiyamah. It will be the amal of the person. So you will have a lot of weight in him. But as far as amal is concerned, he will be very light. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu was a very thin sahabi. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa said that he's such a sahabi, everyone is thinking he's very thin. But on the day of Qiyamah, when he will come and he'll be weighed in front of Allah, he'll be very heavy with amal, very heavy with actions. So that is one way that a person that is mentioned in the hadith, that a person will weigh, he'll be weighed personally. The second thing that is mentioned in the hadith is that a person's book of deeds will be weighed. And accordingly, if a person has done a lot of good deeds, then obviously his records will be also great. And that will be weighed, and then accordingly the person's weight will be heavy. And the third way that is mentioned in the hadith is that this amal will be given a form. Like how it's mentioned in the hadith that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned that death on the day of Qiyamah will be given the form of a ram. And when the people, the people of Jannah will be put into Jannah and the people of Jahannam will be put into Jahannam. In this dunya we are always worried, persons always worried. Time is going to come, everyone has to die, has to leave. So people will be worried in Jannah whether this, all these ni'mats and these bounties are going to come to an end or not. And one day we'll have to leave everything. Allah will give death, will give it in the form of a ram. Allah will stop it. That now there is no death. You'll remain in Jannah forever. And the people of Jahannam will remain in Jahannam forever. So likewise, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu has said that that person who does not fulfill his zakat, his zakat will be turned, that wealth will be turned into a serpent. And that thing will be placed on a person's neck, Ana kanzuk, Ana maluk, Ana kanzuk, Ana maluk. This, I am your wealth now. In a world you do not give the zakat, now I am here to punish you. So just like how our sins will be given a form, just like how death will be given a form, our amal and our good deeds will also be given a form. And that will be weighed on the scales. So respected elders and brothers in Islam, all these things are not fairy tales. Nabi Kareem has told us that it is definitely going to take place. Allah says, Any even an atom's weight of action that you did that will be brought on the day of Qiyamah and will be put on the scales. So this is one of the things that we have to believe in. What are the actions that will assist us to make our weight heavy? One of these actions when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned that there is nothing more weightier on the scales than good akhlaq and good character. مَا مِنْ شَيْءٍ أَثْقَلُ فِي الْبِيزَانِ مِنْ خُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ That there is nothing more weightier on the scales than good character. What is the meaning of good character? 
just to understand the importance of good character. When a person looks into the mirror, what is the dua that a person reads? Allahumma anta hassanta khalqi fahassin khuluki. Oh Allah, you made my outward body, you have made it so beautiful. Oh Allah, make my inside, make my akhlaq, make my character, also make that beautiful. So a person is so much of emphasis, our emphasis mostly on our bodies. A person is trying to be fit, yes he has to be fit. But how much are we working on our souls and our character? Or we still got all the bad qualities that we're not supposed to be having in us. When you look at our deen, our deen is made up of five branches. One is aqai, our beliefs. Second is our ibadat. Third is our mu'amalat, our business dealings. Fourth is our mu'asharat, our social dealings. What are the rights of one's parents, children, wife, neighbors, etc. And the fifth one is our akhlaq and our character. Out of the five, three fifths is linked with our dealings with other people. That is why ulama have mentioned that the major part of our deen is how we interact with others. We are not living in this dunya alone. We are living with others. And our deen is such a complete deen that it teaches us how to deal with people. It teaches us what our rights are to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what our rights to other fellow people. So look at the akhlaq. What is the meaning of akhlaq? What is the meaning of good character? Good character means, in one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains it, al-muslimu, man salim al-muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi. That a person does not become an inconvenience to anyone. In any way. That is good akhlaq. If you are becoming an inconvenience to others, then no matter how much of ibadat you're making, that ibadat is not going to help you. Yes, your fard and your, your faraid and all your compulsive, that you have to do. But all your nafil and all your extra ibadat that you're making is not going to help you. We know of the famous hadith, Nabi Kareem wasallam has mentioned, Manil Muflis, who is a pauper on the day of Qiyamah. So Sahabat Anum gave the natural reply that everyone would give. Who is a pauper? That person got no wealth, you see he's a pope. The Bishop said, no, it is that person who will come with a rod of nafil, ibadat, whether it be his salah, nafil salah, whether it be his fasting, whether it be his charity, he'll have a lot of all that. But he hit this person, he harmed this person in some way, he hurt that person in some way. All that will, will be taken away from him. Because we know on the day of Qiyamah, 
If a person had harmed someone unrightfully, what is the law in front of Allah? The law in front of Allah is that that person, all your good deeds will be given to him. And if all your good deeds are finished, and you still haven't paid for all your excesses and your harm that you did, then those people, Allah protect us, their people's sins will come upon us. So how important it is that our akhlaq and our character must be such that we don't hurt anyone in any way. We're not an inconvenience to anyone in any way. If you look in the Quran, Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about social etiquettes. In detail. So much so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about how a person must even enter a person's home. How a person must go and meet someone. It mustn't be an inconvenience to anyone. Allah Ta'ala says, Ya you are living now, and later the Kulu Buyut and Hoyer of Buyutikum Hatta to Stanisu or to Salimu Allah Ahliha. Seek permission before you go and enter anyone's, anyone's house. Once a Sahabi, Radiallahu Dan, was peeping into the house of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam got upset and reprimanded him. And he said, إِنَّمَا الْإِسْتِعَذَانُ لِلْبَصَرِ That seeking permission, you can't look into a person's home, you should seek permission before you look into a person's home. In the time of Umar radiallahu ta'ala, there was a lady who had the sickness of leprosy. And she was coming to the haram, but we know it was such a sickness that was giving out a very bad smell. So others were affected with it. Others were affected. So Umar Anu stopped her from coming to the masjid. Because because of her, other people will not be able to, not be able to tolerate her. He stopped her from coming to the haram. After some time, Umar Anu passed you. So someone told her, that now the one that has stopped you has passed you, you can come. She replied, Umar is... Not such a person that is only obeyed during his lifetime, after his lifetime he not obeyed. Why? Because he told me the law of Sharia. And the law of Sharia stands at all times, not only when he's alive. At all times the law of Sharia is this, that if you become an inconvenience to others, then at that time, even Sharia says that you must not do <coughs> So see to what extent Sharia has gone. Look at the life of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa He used to wake up for tahajjud salah. Nabi Sallam did not make tahajjud far for his ummah. But he used to wake up for tahajjud salah. And how he used to wake up? In such a way that Aisha radiallahu ta'ala used to say that Nabi Sallam is opening the door, is opening in such a way that no one is disturbed. When he's closing the door, no one is disturbed. And when he's doing his other work, no one is disturbed. Likewise, it comes regarding the salam of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa when he comes into the home. He will make salam in such a way that those people that were awake will hear his salam. And those people that were sleeping, they will not get disturbed by the salam. This was the extent that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa went not to cause any, any, any inconvenience to anyone. This is called real Muslim woman. Saliman Muslimuna Milisanihi wa Yadi. A Muslim is that person who others are not harmed through his hands, 
or his feet in any way. And today, we don't worry whether we how how we speak to people, whether we hurting the person in any way. We harm people with our hands also, with our actions also. We harm people, and a person is not even worried about it. Sometimes even a person is eating salah in the masjid, but his car is not even parked properly. He's eating a nafil, but he's doing a haram. Causing inconvenience is haram. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has once he looked at the Kaabatullah and he said, Oh Kaabatullah, you are great. But the honor of a believer is more greater than you. And we all honor the Kaabatullah and we should be honoring it. But do we honor the honor of a believer, a mu'min? So it's very very important that in our behavior the kafir and the disbeliever outside is not seeing our salah he's not seeing our he's seeing our akhlaq he's seeing our character the way we behave unfortunately today because we have not practiced on what shariat has told us what islam has taught us as far as our social etiquettes as far as our business is concerned as far as our akhlaq is concerned we are turning people away from islam so many times you find people saying we rather do business with a non-muslim than a muslim there's no greatness in that non-muslim unfortunately they have taken our teachings and we have forgotten our teachings so because of that Instead of calling people towards Islam, people are running away from Islam. So one of the things that will be very weighty on the day of Qiyamah will be good akhlaq and good character. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned that that have been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to complete good, good character. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said that I was the best as far as akhlaq and character was concerned. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala take us from this world in such a condition that we have not taken the rights of anyone. Neither the rights of Allah, neither the rights of any human being. But we have fulfilled each and every person's right.